the Dow of the day. This is Martin John, and I am here to present the Dow. The Dow De Ching is an ancient text written about 600 BCE, and it contains 81 short verses that help us live a more reasonable life, is what I'd like to refer to it as. And what I mean by reasonable is not asking other things to be different, other people to be different, other, other people's actions to be different, and understanding where we are making the assumptions and where we have desires in our life so that we can drop some of those things. Because when we can drop our desire, we can accept things as they are and really live more in collaboration with everything around us. Then we really kind of live our full potential. When we are living our full potential, we are just here in this moment and collaboratively observing what's going on with us and with the things that are going on around us. It's not about, it's not about controlling your life. It's about living your life. And so many people today really want to control. They want to have control of what's going on in their life and what they do and what they succeed at and what they, what they accomplish. But really, it is about letting go of those desires to accomplish in any specific way because you are accomplishing this moment no matter what you're doing. And so like we want to be able to let go of the idea that there is some external that we have to achieve. We are perfect as we are in this moment. And although that is going to change and grow, we, um, we are still perfect here right now. Right. So, so what we're going to do uh, today and what we do every day on Dow of the Day is invite you up to pick a number between 1 and 81. And when we read that number, we will just try and figure out where in your life does this, um, is this uh, uh, message uh, really clear for you to move forward through some sort of trouble or some sort of a, you know, difficult moment. Um, it's not even doesn't have to even be difficult. Julie's going to join me and we'll see how this works. Julie, how are you, my love? I'm all right. Um, I need a number today to help me yeah. fit a piece of lino. <laughs> fit a piece of linoleum? Where, where yeah. do, what are you doing? Well, I'm replacing a little piece of lino, lino on Claire's floor because um, it got worn and it was... Um, it was a trip hazard, so we've got another piece of lino of the same stuff, and we're trying to fit it, and um, it's difficult because you want to match the pattern. We want to make sure the edges are nice and close and tight, and yeah, so we're working with that. So the other other num other reason I want to pick this number is because um, I got I, I answered a question recently, and it said, "What is the meaning of life?" Mm. And as you know from the Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy, the biggest computer in the universe answers <laughs> the number 42. So that's yeah. my number today. Now, I, I do believe you've picked 42 in the past. So this wow. is... Wow. Yeah. So, but so I can't that's... remember it. This is kind of like each time I pick yeah. a number with you, there's always something there for me. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one's interesting as you're, as you're dealing with the linoleum and, uh, and all of this. It's like holding both male and female. And, it's, and this one is, is about like being able to, uh, you know, understand that you are part of it all and you, are, you, are, you, you aren't any one thing. So Tao gives birth to universes. Universes give birth to planets. Planets give birth to beings, and beings give birth to everything else. Mm. Tao is the great mother. All else holds both male and female. By all things embracing both, harmony is achieved. To feel alone is, to be a, is avoided by men, yet that is where no identity resides. The master holds no identity. She embraces her aloneness. Realizing when she is at one with herself, she is at one with all things. Perfect reminder. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, this, um, this, the beginning of this is interesting as we, as we kind of, as we launch into it, Tao gives birth to universes. 
Universes give birth to planets. Planets give birth to beings. Beings give birth to everything else. Now, you and the linoleum both have these masculine and feminine qualities. Right? I mean, if we're going to focus on linoleum, like let's what, do it. Right, you know, Jeff um, Right, and the linoleum, although it is the masculine because it's a thing that you know we get to see and we get to observe and it gets to be flashy and all of these sorts of things it also now like you've you've released the section and there's a section that that it needs to receive yes right and and it as a whole is this masculine aspect and then you remove this piece and now it has a piece that it needs to receive and that's not always easy it's not always easy to to play both the masculine and feminine roles you know and that's why it's like you're like okay i gotta make sure it's like this and it's like this but we also have to ask like this piece that's going in is the new sort of masculine part and the old part is the feminine and the old part has to become open to receiving now the old part was playing a masculine role yeah. But now, now it has to play a feminine role of receptivity. Yeah. And it might be difficult for it to play that role of receptivity, of having receptivity, because it's like, I am one way. I have a pattern. I have a thing that you have to match. Yeah. And it's like, it needs to also be able to release itself from that, to be like, well, maybe I'm going to be something new after receiving this. And we all do that, right? Like we always do that. Like there's always, as soon as, you know, like when we cry and when we go through a part and there's a death within us. Yes. When we become reborn, we, we want to be open to what we're becoming reborn into. We don't want to hold on to what we were and just be reborn into that again. Or even take it with us. We have to be able to let go of it because... If I, if I, for instance, believe that I'm going to be this beautiful, relaxing, giving hypnotherapist, I have to let go of who I am now. Completely. To do that, yeah. Right, and 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 part of who you are right now is the person who believes you're going to be this. Yeah open the hypnotherapist and so that is still coming from this right now yeah and so you have to be able to you know the Tao talks a lot about this idea of um if you know if you want to embrace identity you can but you'll have to open up to the fact that you're if you want to be soft you have to open up to the fact that you're rigid Yes. And and if you don't open up to the fact that you're rigid, you'll never find softness. Correct. And yes. so, Realize. yeah, right. That is part of your identity. And it is about getting rid of identity and desire, right? That, that desire to be soft means you have to find out that you're rigid. And, yeah. and so getting rid of that altogether, getting rid of the identity altogether is really so that you have no desire to be soft and then you just are going to be who you are yes just like this linoleum is now going to be what it is because it is it is going to receive what it is about to be it is it may not receive what it expects to be <laughs> it no longer has trip hazards it no longer has pieces missing the replacement, the receiving is going to make it part of the whole floor again. And it is now going to be like a different floor, right? Yeah. It's going, right, you know, like like my kitchen floor is 70% like removed. And when I rebuild that, it's going to be a different floor, you know, but it's going to be the same floor. It's kind of like the grandfather's axe. Yeah. Do you know about that? No. Like, well, if you have, if you get your grandfather's axe, but you've replaced the handle and you've replaced the blade, is it your grandfather's axe? I get it. Yeah, that's very good. Very good. I like that. You know. So then we go into this. Tao is the great mother, and what this section is talking about is that there's only one thing that is only feminine. 
and that's Tao. And Tao is void. You can't experience Tao because it only has one. You can't, you can't, you can be Tao, you can use Tao, but you can't experience, you can't see it because it doesn't have structure. It doesn't have the masculine. So Tao is the great mother. It is the only one that is, it's the only thing that you can experience. The only thing that exists that has only one of the male and female aspects. And it is the great mother. All else holds both male and female. By all things embracing both, harmony is achieved. Yes. How have you experienced that in your life? Structure and space. I always like to refer to those mm -hmm. my greatest model of masculine and feminine. Yeah. Is structure and space. So without the structure, you cannot hold the space. That's right. Without the space, the structure is... Has no place to exist. Yeah. <laughs> no reason. It has no reason. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, and so like out... And that comes even to the very atoms inside of ourselves. There is structure and space within us. Physical. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, like, here's the thing. Tao is the great mother, and it has no structure, only yeah. space. And because there is nothing in that space, it cannot be experienced. That is the void. That is the void of all things, right? Like, like it's, it's not until you have something to reference that space can be seen. Yeah. It's just you. Like, trust me, when I was in the dark retreat, I couldn't see anything. Space was like, there was no, like, I could feel things, but like, I couldn't see. And it was just, it was vast, mm. you know? All else holds both male and female. By all things, embracing both harmony is achieved. And that's the thing, like, when your floor can embrace the receptivity of its nature and the structure of its nature, then then it can be itself completely as it is without yeah. having to have an identity. Yeah. Now we get into an interesting section. To feel alone is avoided by men, yet it is where no identity resides. How do you think that relates to what we're talking about? For me, it means that you, if you are alone, then you are, uh, you can feel disconnected from everything else. Yet, you are with everything else, always. Yeah. That's beautiful, right? Like, like to feel <laughs> alone is avoided by men. So, like, feeling disconnected is avoided by men. Yeah. Yet, this is where no identity resides. No identity of masculine and feminine. No identity of being something specific. Yeah. And when you are alone, you know, when you're alone in your house and you're not, you know, you just, you, that moment where you're not doing anything, you're in, you're in between. That's when you don't have an identity. That's when you're no longer Julie. You're just, you're just in this space. I'm an entity. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you don't have to uphold any sort of identity. You don't have to uphold any sort of masculine structure. You can just be you completely yeah. Yeah. embracing both the masculine of, you know, the identity and the feminine, the receptivity of what this moment is bringing. Yeah, I, I love moments of B, is what yeah. I call it. moments of B. Yeah. Or the function is B. Those are, <laughs> those, are, those, are, those are moments that are fleeting yeah. because we are in such a structured time right now. Yeah. But they're moments that give us so much clarity. And they're also yeah. moments of fear, like of like, well, who am I if I don't do who am I if I don't have all of this stuff that I surround myself with? Yeah, but it's kind of nice when you sit with that. Yeah. For me, that is no longer a fear at all. Yeah. And Which that's where... 
a lovely place to be. <laughs> and that's where this is where <laughs> this is where this kind of wraps up. The master holds no identity. She embraces her aloneness, realizing when she is at one with herself, she is at one with all things. Yes. Yeah. What a for me particularly. When I'm in a moment of just my essence, which is how I describe be, mm -hmm. when I'm in a moment of just my essence, I have peace, but I also have bliss. Yeah. Bliss is a beautiful word. Bliss is, is, is satisfaction from nothing. Mm. And that is great. It's a beautiful way of describing it. Yeah, like just to be here and is so much more than content. Yeah, it's bliss. You know? and, yeah. and, and maybe that's because of how we have decided to understand the word content. But, you know, as the Tao says, words can't describe all of this. Yeah, but, I often have problems with that. I you know, and, and that's good. It's good for us to have problems trying to uh, express it. something. Yeah. yeah. Because then we remember that, well, it can't be done. And if we can remember it can't be done, you know, like I get frustrated sometimes when people in my, in my uh, orbit <laughs> good word. constantly uh, try to define and pin down and say everything and i'm always like let it go <laughs> yeah, absolutely that uh, almost the the fact that you can't find the words is also a blissful moment yeah you realize it's beyond your capability it's beyond it's mm -hmm. something else and yeah. yet it's new and that's just you know, it, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is so beautiful. If you wanted to come back up, of course you can. We did finish reading that up, but um, but yeah, you know this this idea that we have to be able to express it in order for and and I always find when people are trying to express those things they keep searching for the right words and they repeat themselves and i'm like you you can't do it mm. stop trying yeah stop, just stop trying you know like like i tell people often uh don't don't come up with your why you know and then you know the the world today is like you have to have a big why you have to have a big why you have to and i'm just like yeah. oh for fuck's sake you know like <laughs> your your why is made up yeah so you can fool yourself into believing your why or you can live this moment as it is you can yeah. fool yourself into believing you have a why that's important and you're doing important work and all of this yeah. fucking bullshit about like your ego yeah or you can just let go and say hey this moment this is what's happening it's something that i struggle with I think you're getting a call. It is. It's so why. hard. When, I don't on, know why. That's the thing. When someone asks me, why are you doing this? Um, what is it doing for you? I, do, I just don't know. Yeah. All I know is that I'm enjoying the experience of it, but not the why. There's not a reason. Right. There just is and is. It's just an experience. Yeah, this is just what's happening. It's like, you know, I have people around me that, that are that are always you know, talking about like, why? Like, why this is, I do this and people do this and this and this and this. And I'm always like, and, and while they're while they're yapping on about like all of their fucking like made up things, I'm always kind of sort of like just sitting there in the background going observing. Yeah, yeah just yeah. like, like one day you're going to realize that all of this shit is just stuff you're making up so you can feel good about yourself. And it's like the fact that you don't need, you need to a purpose. Well, I don't believe that people need a purpose. I just don't. Well, life is the purpose. Exactly. 
You know, they, and that's the thing. Like everyone wants to identify some purpose, but this is it. I know. <laughs> this is, this is it and all that it is. It doesn't, it's not going to be more. And, and it doesn't have to be more than this, whatever this happens to be. Yeah. You know, but, but we all want to say, oh, I got to, I have, I'm, you know, like I'm hardworking and I'm, and I'm achieving things and I'm, and that's all like, oh God, you are so boring. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love talking. And you're so, you're and so you're so much. like, you're so predictable, right? Like, oh, you want to achieve something. Let me guess. You work hard. Let me guess you, you go out and you exercise and you achieve some bullshit and like, you're going to go and do all of these things. And it's like, good for you. Like, I'm, I'm glad you're out there doing it, but in order for that to be valuable in the world, as you describe it, other people have to think it's important too. Yeah. And the I, moment I everyone to, calls I've you a said, yeah, go on. I've said before that the only person that is important to you, for you, is you. Yeah. Don't make the mistake of thinking that other people value you more than you value your own life essence, your own being. Yeah. That's not the case and it never will be. So good luck searching for that because right. that's not the reality. <laughs> if people are running around trying to prove that they're something. Yeah. You know, I told someone the other day that it was just kind of like, you know, like they were like, I'm a badass. And I just looked at him un, unmoved because I'm sick of the word, to be quite honest. Yeah. I'm sick of people calling themselves badasses because what that means is in comparison to others, I am better in some way. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, what a bullshit way yeah. of looking at the world. Like one, you have judged everybody and somehow came up with the idea that you're better. And the need is there for you to see. When yeah. someone says to you, I'm badass, there's a need in them right. to believe that. And when I didn't respond, they're like, you don't think so? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> no, I'm just, I, and, I, and I told them, no, I'm, I'm just sick of the word. And I'm, I, I, don't, I, I don't know that. I, I don't need to respond to it. Like, you're a badass. That's you believe that. Go ahead. Like, that's, yeah. that's all. I'm not and that's invested. the thing. And as soon as, as soon as, <laughs> as soon as, like, there's no response, you know, then there's a need to, like, double down and be like, no, no, I'm a badass. And, and I believe I'm a badass. It doesn't matter what you believe. And it's just like, well, is, is that true? Because you just double downed on, yeah. on your thing. I mean, it's fine. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't care if you're a badass. I, you know, like you're someone in my orbit. And so I love you and, and all of these yeah. things. But like, if you're, if you're, you know, if you think that you're being a badass is something like, like, I don't think I'm a badass, but you know, like yeah. most motherfuckers can't hold a candle to me, like in terms of like, <laughs> yeah, what I do. Absolutely. So, absolutely. There is only one Martin John. Right. And there's absolutely no, there's that's no, brilliant. There is no, there is no level of like, you know, like I'm a badass first puts uh, like creates a standard yeah. and that standard comes from other people. So if you're a badass, like you started from a space of like, well, let me see where everybody else is Let's measure. and then put myself on that and then put yeah. myself on that spectrum. Well, let, let me, let me. Let me burst your little bubble and say, well, that's not badass. <laughs> like, that's, that's... <laughs> that, that's unnecessary. That's right. what like, that like is. <laughs> you're, you're, you're wasting some energy, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. That's, and that's the thing. It's like it's really important to, to be in a space of, of receptivity, you know, and that's yeah. where the masculine and feminine, me being a badass is masculine, but there's no receptivity to that, right? It's just looking outward and then responding and then being that structure saying i hold this structure yeah okay good good i'm glad i'm glad you hold that structure now now do you because i mean i responded in a way that you didn't expect and it and it did affect you in some way you know even mm. even slightly you know so so are you really 
you know and and i can i can you know like like again i have a i have i need to and and have looked at well what does that mean for me when when i hear badass when i you know because yeah i mean that you know like and and that's what i do that's what i do when i hear something or i experience something that kind of uh does i, I do receive it and it gives me this feeling a uh, reaction within me then i question about that why yeah. am i feeling this about this particular thing and then if i do that little bit of exploring inside myself i might find the answer to that and then when i find the answer i can let it go sometimes i don't even do the finding the answer sometimes i just let that go right <laughs> Because once again, we can't express it anyway. So maybe yeah. it's something beyond us. Yeah. You know, having to prove and having to do all that. Right. Well, once again, both male and female, structure yeah. and substance. Yeah. Right? The substance, the space, right? the depth yeah. of something. Like that's the female. And when I can, when I can let go of that, when I can let go of the structure of it, when I can let go and just have, just be left with the substance, the void, the space. Mm. I can just breathe into that and I can just go, yeah. oh, well, there's that. You That's know? it. There's that. <laughs> and, and, you I know, we that. are, we, we are constantly being asked to live in the world of others, right? Like, like other people are constantly asking us, well, no, you have to, you know, and, and I want to point out like, and I don't know if this is true. Is your relationship with your daughter better than it was last year? massively you know and that's an interesting thing because you know i remember like your daughter was constantly asking you to live in her experience yes and every time you capitulated to that in some way you, you know she won and she was like well then you have to live in my experience but then yeah. when you stood up and said okay no more of this you changed the timeline you know you changed the experience and your daughter ultimately accepted that and whether or not, you know, and, and that's because you changed, like yeah. she may not have changed at all. Yeah. But my perception of her, my perception. Have, yes. Right. The massive learning there, but something right. very recent. Yeah. That I've noticed. And that's it's, the thing. Like so many of us want to think other people need to change. Yeah. But it's like, maybe they don't, maybe you do. Yeah. Maybe that's the only thing yeah. that needs to change. If I'm, if I'm um, finding it difficult to live under the influence of others, mm -hmm. then why would others be living under the influence of me? Right. If I want freedom, doesn't everybody else? Yes. If I and want freedom to I... be myself, doesn't everybody else? Yeah, so why should I then um, project how I see the image of them and their behavior as them when it's just blatantly just a perception that I had? Yeah, and it's simply you, you know, yeah. and, and there's that there's that quote, you don't see the world as it is, you see the world as you are. And that's really at the core of all of this. And, and mm. when you can recognize that everything you see in the world is the way you are, you know, and, and I have to be able to look at, well, why, you know, why am I experiencing other people calling themselves badass? What am I, what is that? What is that telling me about me? How am I feeling about that? What is that? You know, like, and then I get to look back and see what this says about me. And I do that work. And, you know, yeah. and, and if other people want to do that work as well, then we all move you know, in, in, in a direction of harmony. Yes. You know, like I could sit here and I could bitch and moan and stuff about like, Oh, people want this from me. Or I can say, well, whoa, 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 whoa. What am I, what am, what am I doing? Right. Both the male and female one, the male, I can get triggered and the female, I can be, I can be receptive to that trigger. I can receive that trigger and then I can look at it. Yeah. You know, Dow is the great mother. Dao is the only one that has one mode. So none of us are only one. None of us are just male. And so just, just react to everything. We have reaction, we have action and reaction and all of those sorts of things. And then we have reflection and integration. Mm. 
Yeah. Good stuff, and it? it's just I, I am just so um, in awe of how I see things now, how I perceive things now, and how I drop that perception and look again. Yeah, that is just blown my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's and it, you know, like I like to think it's easy. It's not pleasant to step into but no. it's, it's easy to do and it's it's stupid easy to do mm. i remember when i was talking to you and we had us uh, recover myself session and yeah. i remember how i felt after we'd had the conversation and there was this space that i went to that was very uncomfortable it was a realization that all that I had experienced was in the way that I decided almost to experience it. Yeah. And then there was this shedding of this whole perception and underneath was tiny me, you know, and, and it was, it was, it was a very deep experience. And I think that's the first time that in my life, and I've been through some experiences where I just really feel alone, but that was the first time in my life that I felt completely alone to sit and just be. That was just mind blowing. You know, and, and this verse, to feel alone is avoided by men. Mm. Yet yeah, that is where no identity resides, and that's who you are. Yes. You don't have an identity. You no. are whole. Yeah. And and when you felt alone, that was when you finally started feeling like yourself. Yes. Mm, I love you, Julie. Oh, I love you. You're amazing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm only going to say that you're badass, but you are amazing. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, it's it's such a you know it's it's beautiful to receive that and and you know like and i always look at the work that that i do is just being like look you are going to find this at this moment one way or another mm. and i just happen to be the vessel that that you found it through and i'm grateful for that and you know i look at it as not being not being me as my ego but me as as just a vehicle to uh to you know assist this grand you know this this grand illusion of life or whatever you know like it's a, it's such a beautiful experience to be able to uh just be in the flow of Tao and to interact with other people that are moving in that direction as well the best way I can describe what I've um, on our meeting initially is that we flow together for a while. Mm -hmm. And you kind of showed me in my, you know, as I, I kind of visualize things for people, if I said that you were in the flow and I'd for the first time got on the river. And what you did for me, Martin, is you just showed me the direction the flow was. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's and it. Gently whooshed me away <laughs> and off I went. <laughs> and, and, and I think that our world today, because everything has to be a, um, so many things have to be a, you know, a marketing strategy and all yeah. of that sort of thing. Like a lot of people are like, well, I'm going to give you some, and uh, but I'm not going to give you it all. And the thing is, is they complicate it because they want to compartmentalize it. Mm. And I think that, you know, like there's really only one truth. And it's right in front of us. And I think a lot of the world uh, wants to hide some of that truth so that they can you know, benefit from it in some way, benefit from their knowing it. Mm. And it's like, really, it's, it's like, everybody knows the truth. You know, I, I posted something the other day, or I sent out an email the other day that was like, you know, experts don't have truth. Truth is the expert. 
Yeah. You know, truth <laughs> is the expert. And if you just look to truth, you will always have expert advice in your, in your periphery. It'll be right there. It's always right there. Like there is no, nothing is being kept from us. That's right. Yeah. And we hold, we, I think, I think because this is a world of fear and weaponizing and all of this stuff, like, you know, um, I'm going to, let me get you in. Um, you know, there's this, the, what number is number 69 in conflict, the master will never host aggression. Hmm. Wait, is this the one? Let me see. I'm trying to find one. Maybe it's of weapons and mourning. Yeah, no, it's 31. Weapons are horrible tools. The master avoids weaponizing anything. And I think the thing is, is our world has weaponized almost everything. Yes. We've weaponized our feelings. We've weaponized words. We've weaponized our politics. And to a degree, we've recently, what I've noticed is we've weaponized spirituality. Yes, we've given it a grading. We've decided to stick the measuring stick on spirituality. That's right. And decide who fits it and who doesn't and what work they will have to do to acquire this Mm -hmm. or that. And yet, as you said, it is, it is already there within you, within me. That is it, that, that feeling of being is that spirituality there's no one yeah. needs to point that out to you they don't have to sell you a whole book on spirituality to get you oh yes they do. higher level do you know <laughs> oh yes I you do. better I do. buy that book right because <laughs> if you don't buy that book you're going to be lost yeah this you're not like, going to make it <clears throat> this number 31 <laughs> continues to say weapons promote fear and separation and yeah. when you write a book and say this is going to give you that thing how do you make your life better in 2023 wait that is promoting fear and separation Mm. You know, uh, weapons, especially ones that do that, uh, like all weapons, avoid are avoided by those who walk in blessing, but are embraced by those who walk in delusion. Anybody that wants to weaponize and, and, and create fear and separation are delusional because they are trying to, they first have fear, which is why they want to promote it. They have separation, which is why they they believe in separating. So they're mm-hmm. delusional. They're delusional in their idea that like the world works this way. And you know, and spirituality is now just a market. Yeah. It's just a market. And and you know, and maybe it has been a market, you know, since I mean, who knows, since the forties and the fifties or whatever when you Woodstock. Know, <laughs> It's, it does, you know, like, and, and as the world kind of, you know, like, and they utilize this term awakens, you know, and as the world becomes increasingly spiritual, why is that? I've talked about this before. This is the idea of the awakening of the spirit brain. It's our first, our first non-physical brain. We're walking into a new feminine model a new feminine brain, right? We have our gut brain, which is masculine. That's the first brain that we develop because we are living, because we were birthed from the mother. Mm-hmm. And then, so we become, we, we take on the masculine and then we take on the feminine heart brain, which was relationship. Mm-hmm. And then we took on the, the, the head logic brain which was masculine again. Now we're moving into the spirit brain. Once again, the, the only non-physical brain that we have access to. Mm. And this is a brain that is, and as that brain continues to awaken, more and more people are, are touching this spirituality in a new way. Mm. And it is spirituality, not as relationship was our, our other feminine brain. A relationship was about receiving was receiving relations with with our with the land with people with animals and it wasn't about farming farming and writing came with the head brain with the logic brain mm. now that we have these things now that we have language let's write it down now that we have farming let's organize it now that we have um now that we have relationships and family let's formalize it yeah, you know, and that's what happened when we got the frontal lobe. That's when when the frontal lobe came online. That's what we did. Yeah, 
you know, and, 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 and now we're moving into, and there's no, no stopping it. It's part of consciousness. Consciousness is opening up a new brain and that brain is more feminine. And that's why the Tao is so important now because the Tao was a book that was written at the beginning of the age of the frontal lobe relatively at the beginning mm. and was lamenting or was reminding us that the relationship was the important aspect of living and it was the feminine and as we moved into the masculine the um the Tao references and, and refers to the feminine as being equally important. And we shouldn't forget that. Mm. Yeah. I, I, um, from my experience, uh, these days, I believe that I have been living in a masculine dominated world, which is all about material. Like you said, all about organization, all about, um, acquiring, Right. And making yeah. it easier to acquire. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> and I can definitely feel within me a change, a change mm -hmm. where people are realizing you can have all the stuff there is. Mm -hmm. You can organize all you like, but when you depart from this experience, you leave all of that behind and right. you come back again into the feminine. Right. Yeah. Well, that's a, a great learning curve for me. I'm enjoying that experience at the moment. Yeah. You know, and that's a, that's, it's, it's such an important lesson in our life that like this and, and, and what other people have deemed, you know, and we organize things so in such a masculine way, we've organized things in such a structural way, right? Like when you're born, now you know you have to go to school so you can get a job so that you can pay taxes and you can buy your things and you can you know it's like it's all spelled out for us in mm. structure in structure you you want to buy a house by the time you're this age you want to have a job and you want it to pay this much and it's all just facts and figures it's all just numbers mm. and 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 now we have done it to such a degree that it's like well you're going to want to get all of these subscriptions every month so you can watch your shows and you can play your games and you can do your things and you can have all of this stuff and then we make then we make programs that you can pay monthly for so they can keep those at a minimum it's like oh you got too many subscriptions how about you buy my program and we'll get rid of some of those subscriptions and save you some money so that you can buy other things so that you can continue paying your taxes and doing all of the things <laughs> the structure that we built and it's like wait a minute hang why don't i just minute. get rid of all of it yeah hang on a minute what's That's going right. on here Absolutely. that moment is what we're looking for that moment is a great moment <clears throat> You know, like I've been, um, as I've been in my house and as I've gone through the holidays and stuff and, and, and I've recognized that like all of the pacifiers that I turn to are just pissing me off now. <laughs> it's like when I, when I want a pacifier, I look at them all and I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I don't want to eat another thing. I don't want to watch another thing. I don't want to post another thing. I don't want to. You know, I don't, I don't want to do any of that anymore. I am just like, okay, I, I, I just, I just going to sit here in the dark. Yeah. I just want to be. Yeah. Just, just like, even be. If like I, my pacifying now is just like, just sit with it and shut the fuck up. Like there's no, <laughs> there is nothing in it for me to, to like avoid it. There's nothing I'm even avoiding anymore. It's just like, just, just be quiet. Yeah. Well, that's even better when you don't avoid that. Yeah. Fantastic. Because yeah. a lot of us spend a lot of time doing the avoiding action, yeah. which yeah. then just makes the thing that we're avoiding bigger. Right. And more it gives it more power. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and, right. and then it puts it off and then it's sitting in your subconscious gaining strength. Yeah. Like, oh, man. You know, and in recovery, we say like, if you're not working on your addiction, your addiction's working on you. Or you know, while you're while you're avoiding this, like your addiction's out in the parking lot doing push-ups. You know, like getting stronger. And it's like there is truth to that. You know, there mm. is truth to that. Like you can't just avoid your shit. You got to deal with it. 
Yeah, you've got to, yeah, accountability for everything in your world. Accountability for every feeling that you have. And and a lot of people want to avoid that because there's, there's, there's fear in that. There's fear in that idea that like, oh, I'm going to be responsible for everything. Like, well, you've always always been. Yeah, exactly. And that's the eye opener. Right. Yeah, the sooner you get to understand that, the sooner you get to the place where you know that that's the case, the sooner you get to like live your life. Because mm. otherwise, you're just you're, you're just avoiding. Yeah. Martin, John, thank you so much for Absolutely. having me for so long. I've really had a, a good old conversation, a, a good old way. thought yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes, I have. I've thoroughly enjoyed it, too. Oh, um, I'm just going to chip off and hopefully yep. um, someone will pop in and I can listen to someone else's perspective. Well, I, yeah, no one's in there now, but we'll see if I can. I, I think I'll go over 31 since we talked about that. But we'll uh, we'll chat with you again soon. Send yeah. my best to Brad and the fam. He's listening to you. Brad is sat on the sofa enjoying our conversation. Well, I'm glad. Okay. I'm so glad. Hey, we love you. Love you. Have a good I'll one. Speak soon. Take care. Love. Speak soon. Yep. So as I said, I was going to go over 31 because we were talking about these this idea of weaponizing stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and read 31 and we'll go over it briefly and then I'll, I'll wrap up. Uh, weapons are horrible tools. The master avoids weaponizing anything. Weapons promote fear and separation. Avoided by those who walk in blessing, but embraced by those who walk in delusion. If compelled to use them, she uses restraint. There is no glory in victory if weapons are used. Her enemy is not evil, but human like herself. How can she see glory in the sla- in their slaughter? When the master is compelled to engage a weapon, she does so gravely and filled with compassion, knowing that this is the first state of her mourning. You know, when I read that end, like filled with compassion, it's kind of like, you know, when you put an animal out of its misery, you do not waste time. You do it quick because it's compassionate. And it's the same thing that we want to do when we are compelled to engage a weapon with someone else. We do it quick. We do it compassionately. And whether or not that weapon is something physical, and we want to, you know, like literally are protecting our, our you know, like defending ourselves. And we are in a position where it's just like, okay, I have to do this. You do it quick and you do it very deliberately. Or if it's in an argument or something, you do not, you do not, you know, you know, like sometimes, you know, I, I can find myself in an argument and, and when I've been shown that I've been wrong, there's no need to continue showing me over and over and reminding me that I was wrong. You know, that's not compassionate. What's compassionate is to prove that someone's wrong, if that's your goal, and then let it go. Be like, okay, that's behind us. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to take that from you. But it was important in this situation. And when <clears throat> when we're proving someone's wrong, quote unquote, or doing something like that, like what is the reason for it? Do we have a reason to prove someone wrong? Sometimes it's sometimes it's just fine to let people think what they think. You know? I know people have said to me, it's just like, oh, I feel this when you say that. It's like, oh, okay. There's no reason for me to like you feel that I'm saying something that I'm not saying, but okay, well, you feel that. That's not, that has nothing to do with me. And I don't have to, I don't have to like agree with you or disagree with you or prove you wrong or anything. Like if you think I'm talking down to you, well, okay. You think I'm talking down to you. Are you going to play a victim to me talking down to you? Are you going to try and ask yourself, why do I believe he's talking down to me? Are you going to take this as your experience or are you going to be the victim of this experience 
that you should be owning and then put it on me and say, now it's my job to change. This is what I talk about when I talk about living a reasonable life. If you live a reasonable life, well, then you're not going to ask the world around you to change. You are going to take on the responsibility of changing how you view the world. You know, so it's only so, such an important message to, you know, in weaponizing. We want to not weaponize things, you know, and we were talking earlier about someone calling themselves a badass. Is that weaponizing something? Is that saying like, you're better than I am, I'm better than you, or there's a, there's a structure and I'm, and I fit that structure better than you do. There's no, there's no reason to be a badass. There's no reason to be anything. Just be you now. And if you happen to do th to do things like like they can say I'm a badass and they can list all the ways that they're a badass, but there's a million other ways that they might not be a million other ways that they can fall into the categories that everybody else does. It's like, OK, you're a badass, but, you know, only only under these only under this framework, you're not a badass over here. And so that mean does that mean you're weak? Does that mean does that mean you're not? No, it doesn't. It means you're you. Now I told someone the other day this idea of like, <clears throat> you know, we don't ask a wrench to pull a screw out of we don't judge a wrench and, and its ability to pull screws out of a wall. Right? We don't do that. We don't do that because a wrench isn't built to pull screws out of the wall. And if we judged a wrench versus a screwdriver on its ability to pull screws out of a out of a wall well the wrench is going to lose every time and does that mean it's not a badass does that mean it can't do anything does that mean its work isn't good no it just means you have created a preconceived idea of what good is or what success is and that has nothing to do with the the, the tools that you have so if you look to somebody else and say, oh, I'm not doing what they do, well, it's because they're living a different life. They, they, they picked up different things on the pre-karmic buffet. They're dealing with other things than you are. You're able to deal with some, they're able to deal with others, and that's just how it goes. Pretty simple, actually. So that's 31. Uh, we were, so we read 31 and 42 today. You'll be able to see this on the uh, martinjohn.com site as well as the Tao of the Day podcast on Anchor and uh, Spotify. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Martin John. If you benefit from the work that I present here, please consider giving a tip through Venmo or through my um, through my link tree, which you can find on my wisdom profile. Thank you so much. Once again, I am Martin John, the recovery mentor. And until next time, keep recovering yourself.